0: Hey, everybody. So today's episode is going to be called Esthetician's Hot Takes. Is that it? Is that what we decided, Mel? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about 10 different topics that could be kind of like a hot button for people, but it's just our takes on it. Yeah. You're going to love it or hate it. Exactly. Take it or leave it, love it, hate it. And you might agree or disagree, but it's our take. So- Get ready to have some fun discussion about
1: things that are controversial. Yeah. so In the SD community. I think it's going to be a great episode. Cheers. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Emily. We are licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties, aka us, who have a cocktail or two and converse about our journey in the treatment room.
0: Our goal is to start changing the mindset of estheticians by sharing our vulnerabilities and business strategies to let you know that you are not alone and you can have it all. Cheers!
1: Hey guys, so with every episode, I'd love to have a drink. Yes. And today's I've been obsessed with, I've been drinking these um, like the last two weeks. I've kind of been not really drinking a lot of alcohol, Uh, trying to cut down during the work week. And... This is the Spindrift No Hito. Cute. So I didn't know Spindrifts had that. Yeah, it's you can get it at Target. A client of mine highly recommended it because she's uh, not drinking anymore, and um, she told me about this Spindrift drink. Which, if you haven't had Spindrift before, it's it's like a seltzer water, mm-hmm. but it has real fruit juice in it, so it's way more tasty than a Lacroix. Yeah, depending, it has
0: like. Um... It's a little bit higher in calories and sugar, ten calories. But for some people who are like tracking, it can make a difference. But
1: and it's real fruit; it's not like a yeah artificial. artificial. So it's literally real fruit juice, which I love. So Mm -hmm. this one's called the Spindrift Nohito, and I like to drink it on the ice. And I usually add like a little simple syrup or some fresh mint, but. I've been gone this weekend, so we are just doing it on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and so it has real um, mint in it and lime juice in it. So cheers.
0: cheers. I'm excited to try this.
1: Okay. hmm Yep. Yeah. Wow. I was not expecting it to be that good. It's basically like if you ever ordered a mojito and asked for like a skinny mojito because yes. sometimes it can be really sugary and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yuck. This one is just – like the essential of everything you need, it's got the lime, yep. the mint, the fizz of like a club soda. Yep. Um, like I said, usually during the work week, I've been like adding fresh mint with it in a little simple syrup just to kind of infuse it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's really good on its own. I had a molino last night, actually. My roommate made me one, and I almost prefer this. I would prefer this. So mm-hmm. you could, if you were wanting to add uh rum to this. And have like a really easy low calorie cocktail, you could. It's really good. But I've been just really loving them during like this the warm summer nights now, just outside with no alcohol, and mm-hmm. it tastes just like one. It's delicious. So cheers. good choice. Thanks. Okay. So
0: <clears throat> today's episode topic is hot takes. So <laughs> are you talking about men? Um no. Bummer. I, I wish. <laughs> I wish we can. <laughs> That would be quite a fun podcast. But um, no. So we've kind of had a little bit more um, a a tough couple of weeks. And Mm -hmm. so I wanted to just have a really light and kind of fun podcast today. I love it. And so I have 10. Well, actually, I have nine. And I wanted to see if you had a hot take at the end of anything that brings you know comes to your mind okay but it's basically just I'm gonna say a phrase or like a topic and we're just gonna share our thoughts about it okay and there it's not deep at all it could be controversial depending (laughs) a little spicy yeah exactly but it's just it's all skincare related and business related so the first hot take that we're gonna share our opinion on is makeup wipes (laughs) Dun dun dun! People have a lot of opinions on these make on makeup wipes.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of haters. There's a ton of haters. <clears throat> Here's the thing, I people, I might get hate for this, but I don't hate a makeup wipe. I love makeup wipes. I don't actually though use my full face. Right. So when I'm traveling, usually that means I'm going to be doing full face makeup, which is not how I wear my day to day. My day to day is. Just some mascara, cream blush, cream bronzer, a little bit of tinted moisturizer. Very, very minimal. When I'm out and about hot date night, traveling, I'm bringing my false lashes. I'm putting on eyeshadow. I'm definitely putting on a lot more heavy foundation. Yeah. So with that being said, I love a makeup wipe for my eye area. Mm-hmm. I don't really use it on the full face. I have my cleansers for that, but sometimes like when you're doing false lashes, the glue and all that extra mascara, you need a little, like, you need some help. You need some help. Totally. I, I
0: like makeup wipes. I, and I use them on my full face, but I then daily. No, 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 no. Just like, um, same travel, heavier makeup nights, which is not that often. Um, or if I'm really, really, really tired. But I will double cleanse after. Like I don't just use the makeup wipe and, and then go to, go to bed. bed. No, mm-hmm. I used to before I was an esthetician and you know had knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still like using them to take my makeup off and then cleansing
1: my skin after. I mean, if you're wearing a lot of makeup, a lot of makeup, you need a little more hit. But yeah. again, I wouldn't recommend using a makeup wipe every Every day day. no but i think the hate is a little unnecessary i agree like Um, why are we waiting
0: so hard on this if you're still cleansing your skin
1: yeah i (laughs) i actually really agree with that emily this is a very valid point i know so if you're listening to this and you're using a makeup wipe you know here and there let you know we don't hate We support you yeah we're there for you geez all the haters i'm like Mm. next Exactly. And there's better ones than other ones, right? For sure. I wouldn't probably recommend buying ones from like Marshalls or like, because they're like, like not great. Yeah. But uh, Clean Skin Club has beautiful makeup wipes. Yeah. Um, There's some other ones. Yeah. (laughs) We we don't need to say. (laughs) We don't need to say brands.
0: (laughs) The way you keep that secret. (laughs) secret. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So if you could bring on any other line into our studio, what would it be?
1: Mm.
0: Ooh, I'll tell you mine. Yeah, let's hear. Okay, yours. well, I think I know yours. You, yeah, you know one of them. <clears throat> you actually probably know both, so I have two. I would bring on Hydrinity, which is the the sprays. It's like they they have two products. Mm-hmm. They have the bacteria killing spray and then the hydrating serum. I'm obsessed with those, <clears throat> and I really think that our clients could benefit, particularly our face reality clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Skin Better Science, which you knew. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, you, I'm you're like, iffy on it. I'm
1: like, I don't have like the greatest feels for them, but yeah. you know, it's nothing personal. I really haven't used the products. So it's one of those things where I can't, I can't say I don't like them because I, again, I haven't used them. Yeah. I just have a weird feeling about them. Yeah. I don't know. Like, not in a good, I think as a company, I'm, I don't feel good about their buyout to L'Oreal. So that's I where know. I have a really bad taste in my mouth. I know. Done, so. I know. And I didn't know that. Mel told me
0: a little while ago because I was like, I really am interested in this line. Like, what do you think? And she's like, L'Oreal bought it. I said, oh, dang it. Yeah.
1: I, you, but I, don't I, I don't really know, have like a – right now I don't – I feel really content with my lines. Mm-hmm. I love my Glymed. Mm-hmm. I love my face reality. I love Is Clinical. Mm-hmm. I like love skinned beauty. I like, I have the, a great setup. Yeah.
0: I I'm don't, just like, if, we, if you had to pick
1: one to, I don't, to bring on. I wish I – you know – I guess here's the thing. If I had like ec- a lot of extra cash and just throw things around, I'm not going to lie. I really love Eminence. Mm. The smell, yes. the smells of their products for a facial are so amazing. And also for an organic skincare line, they are really actually results driven, I feel. Yes. More than a lot of, and, and more than a lot of other organic lines.
0: When well, we used them in school. And so we had that kind of initial, that was our first experience with
1: professional skincare. There's strawberry, rhubarb, pyloronic. Um, oh my gosh. It's incredible. They're acai firming yes. masks, that purple one. Yes. Obsessed oh my gosh. Oh, and then the,
0: the green spray, the yeah. toner. Oh, I forget what it's um, called.
1: stone Crab. Yes.
0: That smell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Memory. Nostalgic. I think,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if we ran more organic or yeah. wanted to have that kind of feel, their line, if you were looking to have a spa, feel very luxurious luxurious smell amazing be organic those that line does it Mm -hmm. for me yeah uh but i don't i don't need to carry it i don't know i I know i feel overwhelmed by everything we already carry that i'm good (laughs) i'm good
0: i know i think we have a really good setup too yeah it's just fun to like there's so many brands out there there's so many options and like we because we're we rent space inside of a med like a medical medspa people come in all the time and are like trying to sell different lines. Like the other day, a lady from Obagi came in mm. and
1: I'm yeah, like, is no, good. And
0: I don't really know anything about that, but I'm like, there are so many lines that I feel like I just don't even know that much about, even though they're kind of well-known. I, I don't know. Well, there's endless opportunities. Endless, endless. It it's wild. <clears throat> okay. Thoughts on discounts for family and friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh immediate family, like my mama, she, you know, gets the hookup because yes. she raised me and she gotta look good. So when she look good, I look good. Mm-hmm. So mama, mama Lisa gets a lot of hookup. And uh my dad's girlfriend, Abby, you know, she's in that loop also. She gets a little hookup too now. But I don't mind it. I have some friends that like I have a lot of friends that don't actually live in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And so I'm down to give them a friend discount because I feel everyone's friends groups are different. I'm definitely the girly one of the group and the one that really, I think, takes, spends more money on myself than the rest of them do. Mm -hmm. So I, to get them started and to get them keep using a routine, I'm down to assist. And I think they know I'm, like, hooking them up a little bit. So yeah. they're willing to buy, like, the lineup I recommend. Sure. So there's give and take. Yeah. There's, like, the pros, right, to help friends Definitely. out. I don't, I don't discount my services. So when they mm-hmm. come in studio, I don't discount those. Mm-hmm. But retail, I will hook them up. Yeah. My mom and my sister, they get –
0: they get free skincare, free services. That's like my mom gets the free services. Yes, yeah. that's like the one exception,
1: you guys. Yeah. You gotta have your mama. If your mama did everything for you, it's, you gotta hook yes, her up. Yes, you do. So my mom and
0: my sister, they get everything, no cost. Sometimes I'll have Taylor, my sister, per, like purchase, but typically I'm like, she's not into skincare like I am. She's like, give me two things, and that's all I'm using. Exactly. Anything more than that, she's overwhelmed and she doesn't use it. So mm-hmm. I've learned that. I'm mm-hmm. like, but so much for her and she's like I don't use this I'm like okay I need to stop that
1: (laughs) I'm gonna stop hooking you up exactly but like she'll come in for
0: facials or brows or something every once in a while but my mom always gets discounts or not discounts free she's free always Um, I'm trying to get my dad in so Mm -hmm. I would love to like give him a pro cell And then I don't think he would ever use skincare at home, but he's starting to see like sunspots. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you got to go to the dermatologist for that. And then once you do, you're coming in regularly. Yeah. So I'm trying to get him on board.
1: I, you know, I think there's a fine line of abusing the situation. Totally. Like I know stylists that have friends that expect a discount for hair coloring and stuff like that. So that's why services because my time is so valuable that's like the one thing I don't really hook people up on yep
0: and luckily like our friends and family understand that and they're very supportive of that so sometimes I'll be like here have a face mask you know because we reach all those or Um, if I know like their sales, I'll just, you know, I make sure to tell them or every once in a while they'll get some, you know, something, but typically no, we can, we kind of have the same mindset on that.
1: Which is good. You got to have boundaries. We're running a
0: business. Yes. So, because I get people all the time ask me about skincare and I feel like, oh geez, I feel drained sometimes. Yeah. You know?
1: Like I do sometimes friends their friends who I don't really know yes. will reach out. Yes. It's always like the third tier out. And it's the person I don't really know. exactly, But I have to be nice and I'll be like, well, you can book a virtual because yeah. you want a lot of free information right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we've gotten really good about just
0: like putting that boundary out mm-hmm. there. But okay, next question or next, I'm just this next is, hot tag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Client, clients getting Botox in their early 20s. I'm talking like 19, 20, 21, 22, early, early.
1: Okay. And I want you to clarify, are you implying like Botox for armpit sweat? Or are you implying Botox for face? I'm talking Botox for face. I'm just not for it.
0: Like the preventative care. Under tw- under
1: 26, I'm a little like anxious about it.
0: I agree. And I always tell people like you can do whatever you want. This mm-hmm. is a free life. <laughs>
1: But and I, we and I get Botox, so I'm not. As do I. I'm also 36. Yeah, and I just do my forehead. Yeah, but I didn't start Botox until I was 33. I started when I was 31.
0: Okay, yeah, and that was more because I had I have Bell's palsy when I was six months old, and it affected my symmetry mm-hmm. and so I started noticing like one side of my face was aging just slightly different than the
1: other one side of hers doesn't age because it doesn't it doesn't doesn't know be nice
0: <laughs> yeah no listen it it's actually frustrating but um yeah so that's kind of why I started entering into that scene um and I I do love it I think it's a
1: great also it's expensive it I mean expensive. It, it, I I don't know how they're affording it. I couldn't afford anything in my twenties. I couldn't afford anything in my twenties. I mean, I, my bank account was zip. Like, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's, I didn't. I didn't get my nails done. No, I didn't. I didn't really do anything that was expensive right, for myself. Right. I feel like there's this pressure that has always been there. It's
0: really But it's starting later and later and later, or I would say earlier, earlier, earlier. Yeah. Um. For these girls who are so young still and their faces, your your face changes so much in your twenties mm-hmm. that it's like, why why are we obsessed with aging in our twenties? It's
1: a culture. It is. And it's, and it's wild. It's it? hard because we're a part of that culture. We are. So and we I have de- a really it. fine line. Like mm-hmm. I have clients of mine that will be like do you get Botox? Should I get Botox? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, do you? I said, are you getting it because everyone's doing it? Yeah. Or is there something actually really bothering you about your face? Exactly. Because if you're telling me these lines on my forehead really, really, really bother me, yes. Then it sounds like you might want Botox. Absolutely. But if you're telling me, well, everybody's doing it as a preventative, should I do it? Mm-hmm. But you don't really have any complaints about your face. Yep. Then I don't think you should get it. Exactly. Unless you have like, because some people's like just, uh, biological
0: makeup gives them deeper set wrinkles very early on. So I guess and their that's their expression lines. Yeah. How you smile. Exactly. Everyone's face is different and some things get deep really quick. And mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's that's different than just trying to keep up with the Joneses. And so I have the very similar conversation with clients yeah. and I'm just like, what is the heart behind why you're doing what you do? You yeah. know if it's to keep up with this unrealistic standard and, you know, perfectionist culture. Mm -hmm. Let's refocus this. Let's talk about that. But if there are actual things that you're wanting to correct that are really there, Mm -hmm. then that's a different story. But it's just – it's an interesting Mm, topic to
1: me. I I personally – I feel like 25 under shouldn't be getting Botox. That's my personal opinion. I think you're being fucking insane. I'm sorry. Like you're preventative Botox. I'm sorry. I just – for me, it feels – unethical. It's like a money maker.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm with you on that 100%. It
1: it it just doesn't sit right with me. No.
0: And again, you guys, these babies who's who are getting fillers after filler after filler, there's an account that we follow on Instagram and I will not say what it is, <laughs> but they have they have Instagram like models or people who have a high amount of followers come in Constantly. And these are girls who are like under 25.
1: They're probably 23.
0: Yeah. Getting filled to the sky. Yeah. And their face looks entirely different. And I'm like, when you're 30, how is this? You're not
1: even really gonna know what you looked like. So like when I I mean I'm 36 now, so I definitely feel like I'm starting to notice, like, you know, my baby fat going and stuff like that. But I didn't instead of doing filler, I did sculpture, right? Which is a natural option. It's just like an L-absorbic acid that Restimulates your collagen and elastin. And yeah. it has like filled my face up in a natural way. Yeah. It looks great. Um, So, I mean, there's all different options for everybody, but if I would have been doing stuff to my face in my twenties, how could I really be like, well, that's what I used to look like? Because there's nothing really to reference because it wasn't how I looked like. Exactly. And so I think there's this fine line of like, it starts turning into like body dysmorphia. Absolutely. You, and so again, I – I'm I'm for stuff, obviously. We, mm-hmm. we, we're in the industry. We're in the industry. We have stuff then, But I'm also more for um, non-invasive options or more natural mm-hmm. options. So like the LED red light, which is yes. really good at stimulating collagen and elastin and evening skin count, stone, tone. tone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, you know, like the Sculptra. Yeah. And using really good skincare products and wearing SPF. Yes. These things are all going to be yes. really preventative.
0: You have to realize you're gonna age. Yes. Okay? It's part of life and it needs to be embraced. It is challenging at times.
1: It is embraced. Um oh, my mom had a really good saying the other day about um about aging. Uh, like something about like where it's you need to enjoy it or you can be de- or you'll be dead. Like yeah. or you're just dead. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I've ruined the quote. But it was like a really good one. I don't remember how it went, but it was like, yeah, you're right, I guess. But like I also think you you have to start loving yourself yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really hard thing to do, especially yeah. because there's you're seeing so much falseness well, out there. It's, everything's filtered. It's, yes. it's an impossible standard to meet. And this beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And it's so People that are generally relative. happy and confident, yes. they're a lot prettier than somebody that's like going intensely on only outer looks. Absolutely. And I don't think people in general realize
0: just like how beautiful they are you know? Exactly. It's, yeah. So just, that's our take on that. Okay. <laughs> we could talk for hours We about could, on oh my word. We're probably going to get some like hate on this, Fine, but I'm bring sorry. It. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's our hot take. Take it or leave it. Okay. So how do you keep things fresh in the treatment room?
1: Like, do you get bored with any specific treatments? Um. Hmm. Great question. I think I do a good job of variety, having brows, lashes, facials. In the summertime, I do a lot more, I think, lash work and mm-hmm. brow work, which kind of keeps it a little bit more fresh, where wintertime, it's pretty facial heavy. Yeah. I I don't know. I've been – I'll share a little something I've been doing lately. Yeah. I've been listening to my AirPods, listening to that. books lately during facials. And I'll tell you what. I'm like so in the zone giving – because I'm focusing just on the physical movements, on like mm-hmm. how they're – like everything I'm doing, I'm not distracted by them talking to me. I'm not annoyed by the playlist on my Pandora that I have to listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. That's been like really keeping me fresh during facials lately. I love it. But, you know, I'm – I'm. everybody's facial is so customizable. I don't really do the same thing. I mean, there's like the basics, right? Yeah. But, how I do the massage, or what facial mask I use on or what facial masks I cocktail together, it really varies per person. Mm. When you get some people in there that just have boring skin, and I mean that in the most nicest way, that means they have great skin. There's not much for me to do. They're there to relax and have lymphatic drainage and massage. Yep. So those can be a little boring. But, you know, as a reminder, when I get facials, I'm not really getting stuff done. I'm there to relax. Yeah. So I just try to be really mindful of like my touch and, sensations whether that's me using um like a little pressure point the tiger thing mm-hmm. yep. tiger guasha, yep or doing li- like summertime so i've been using the glymeds uh, body alpha therapeutic body scrub on people's arms and shoulders yes. and then dry rubbing it with a towel and yeah. giving them like smoother skin on their décolleté or like their arms and shoulders just like switching up the
0: texture yeah i love that oh yeah um so i think things can feel a little bit repetitive. So what I, I just did is I like kind of reset my back bar. So I like went on Glymed and glow and I just, I restocked, but then I also like upgraded to different things that I've been wanting to try different products that I'm like, okay, this would be fun to play around with. And Mm -hmm. just like, kind of like get me excited to use products again. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I've been doing. I love the AirPod idea. I'm gonna start doing that too. Um, we were at shout a- out to Rebecca, yes. from Rosewater Spa. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the one that gave us that tip, and I'm like, that is so genius because the music sometimes d- does get too repetitive. I'm like, I don't want to hear this song again. I'm over it. Um, but then when you kind of like have another like outlet, it's almost like you time
1: too. It, it actually has been. So I had four 60 minute facials in a row. And I wasn't, I I was like not in the mood to talk. So I was kind of hoping my clients weren't either. Yeah. And yeah, I basically got like three and a half, almost four hours of just me time listening to an audible book. It's so nice. It's great. And
0: also just like, yeah, I love texture. Like we have sponges and different tools that kind of create like an experience for the clients. Mm -hmm. So even just like Getting new things like that
1: in is really fun. Mixing it up for yourself. Yeah. When you're doing, you know, like while well, the steam's running and on the a mask or whatever, you're giving yeah. like a massage on the decollete. But like I said, then yeah, I, I decided to start doing like a scrub then too yeah, and the dry towel idea. dry off because it like really smooths the skin. And then even, you know, how you remove the mask. So I do a combination of using ultrasonic spatula and then I might use like a, like a, a sponge after that. Like, you mm-hmm. know. What you have to remind yourself sometimes when you're doing facials is it's it's complete opposite of every other treatment. You have to slow down with them. Yes. So and I have to of, remind it, myself that instead sometimes. of like hurrying, putting the hot towel on them and wiping off the face the face mask, like slowly putting the hot towel mm-hmm. on them, slowly pressing it into the skin, slowly removing it, mm-hmm. and then being like, you know, I'm going to do another removal with you know, a sponge now, like it's all about slowness and multiple steps. And that in itself, me doing the facial seems to help time go back faster and make it more exciting for me too, but also better for them. Yes.
0: It's all about the experience, their senses and slowing down. Absolutely. Totally. Okay. Next topic. (laughs) Hot take. Hot take on clean brands. Oh, like, you know, you have your clients come in and you're, they're like, I only want to use clean brands and typically, okay, uh, typically you, this is it. MLMs. Yes. This is the beauty counter, the beauty counters, the, you, whatever you can pick. Yeah. Take your pick. But I get like a visceral reaction. I know when clients tell me that. And maybe that's out of pocket, but like I
1: get so irritated <laughs> when they say they use that. But I'm also like, you're eating everything in plastic, and that's actually probably more harmful than like this product that I'm giving you. Thank you. Because oh. I don't even know what the percentage is, and I probably should. But what they say actually even gets absorbed into your skin is like it's so low. Is if that it doesn't even yeah. like get to the blood or anything? No, it doesn't. I'm. And I'm all for – I think this is where you just need to be more mindful I about the ing- ingredients and the, and the skincare line putting together the ingredients. So uh, sometimes an ingredient on its own can be bad. Yeah. But then if done correctly paired with the other ingredients, they work together mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yeah. So it's clinical, for example, uses a lot of – they're not organic line, but they use a lot of uh, high-quality ingredients like the botanical botanical mm-hmm. ingredients and Glymed is the same way. Yeah. And so glow too. Glow too. Yeah. And so you kind of just have to, I think, do a little bit more like when you're like, I want to be clean. I sometimes get frustrated by that statement because I don't really think they understand what that means. What that means. And it's also a marketing tool, in my opinion. I it think- is because a lot of times they can say they're like clean, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm all about more of the results. Yes. Than possibly what the thing might say. Yep. So absolutely. Again, it's kind of a hot button for me. It's kind of like I get like really defense, like cranky about I it. I too. I get very annoyed. I'm like instantly. I feel like shut down. I and I'm just like okay. And I, I think I got to read. We got to work on. I th- yes. I think Emily and I need to sit down and actually figure out like a really great paragraph mm-hmm. of how we want to our feel on it. Yep. And with a little bit more research behind it. Yep, exactly. With some stats of why mm-hmm. people really respond well to stats. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to give you some stats. We don't have them here because this is just me. This off is the just cuff. our
0: feelings. This is just like our hot takes. Don't.
1: But you know, I just get really, it buster. pisses me off. Yeah, I get so annoyed. Shut up. <laughs> You're like, oh, but you drink alcohol and you yes. you drink pla- you drink out of a lot of plastic containers. Yes. Okay, it's well, such a
0: marketing scam, in my opinion, and people's hearts behind it, I believe, are like they're trying to do right for themselves, but it's a lack of education and it's it's really it's a marketing scam. Exactly. So that's our hot take on that i'm sure people have problems with that too <laughs> get some hate mail after yes. this episode and and rolling right into brands <laughs> that i can't stand oh god and have another reaction to when i hear these
1: words sarah and Cetaphil. i takes on that i don't hate them i do but i'm frustrated because dermatologist dermatologist offices Receive a lot of free product from them and from the vendors, and so when they when the derm gives the the client samples or whatever, then Mm -hmm. after those run out, then they go buy from the store. And the big thing for me is, let's say you're seventeen years old. Yes, you have no skin concerns, and you're at least cleansing with that, using a moisturizer, SPF. You know what? Fine, I'm okay with that. Okay. What I get mad is when people want results and then that's the fucking product they're using. Yes. Cause I'm like, it's not really gonna, it's, I'm like, it's literally doing nothing. No, like it's, it's neutral. And I understand that for some people, far and few, but there
0: are some people where their skin, that's all they can handle. And that's yes. fine. I'm not nagging on
1: that. But it's like, oh, it's kind of – it's frustrating because I think if the public knew why Cetaphil and them are yes. so in their face, it's because Cetaphil is smart. They literally have their like reps with working with all like the derms offices and they give them all of this free product because yeah. they know yes. – like the derm office isn't charging you for Cetaphil. They give it to you for free. Yes. They know that once that runs out, you'll then buy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of like a big company kind of bullshit. It is. There's like the corporate bullshit behind it. So I think there's – there's something to be said about that, which is frustrating to me. It's Welcome not, to uh, American, like, consumerism and capitalism. Oh, my gosh.
0: And, it, again, it's not hurting you, but it's not helping you either. That's where I said – And like, I think
1: that's where it irritates me because
0: it's like you're not actually doing anything for your skin. Exactly. You're not hurting it either, so that's fine. Some people need that. Exactly. But there's a lot of other alternatives out there, so – better. Oh, it just bugs me. Okay. Next one. Tipping. Okay. Clients who don't tip. Thoughts on that? I don't
1: think I've – I've only had one client never tip me. I've already – Well, man, I was a makeup artist. Some clients didn't tip and that pissed me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, we are a service. I think if you charge a high enough enough price point that if somebody doesn't tip you, it shouldn't affect – it shouldn't bother you. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should expect a tip. Nope. I don't think it should be assumed. That's why some hair stylists and stuff—they actually don't have allow tipping. They're like, "This is my rate," and people are like, oh, "I want to tip you," and they're like, "Nope, mm-hmm. this like this is the rate." They you know raise the rate a little bit to like basically mm-hmm. implement like what a tip would be. I I love a tip personally, especially if I know I gave a really good facial, and it makes me feel like I did my job. Like mm-hmm. I like that gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I guess though so. as a client, if I got a if I got a facial I'm I mean I'm there to tip like service, mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah. a lot. So I would probably even when I have a bad service, I still tip, but just not
0: as high maybe.
1: Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think that you should set your rate at the
0: price that you want, whether you get tipped or not. Like that's a, should, that's t- a great tipping way. should not be a factor in your pricing. No. Just assume no one's going to tip, right? And then Always. make your make your um, price point off of that. However, <clears throat> I think when you are spending an hour physically touching someone, giving a service, mm-hmm. and then not tipping, it just seems a little like, okay. It, I don't know. It's a little tacky. Rude. <clears throat> I had a client in last week who um, is going to school. She's in school to be a doctor. And I'm like, oh gosh. She, at the end of the service, she goes, "Well, my student loans aren't coming in until tomorrow. Can I tip you once the loan comes in?" Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay. Then she texts me the next day and was like, "My loans came in. What's your Venmo?" And you're like, girl. I just said, don't worry about it. Listen, do not worry about it. Thanks for coming in. And she was a bride, so I'm like, Aww. I'm like, listen, it's okay
1: it's okay <laughs> it's okay
0: i got gotcha. you i gave her a face mask and i was like I, we've all been there yes so <laughs> yeah
1: i never i never expect it i no. just um and that's because i i feel like my rates are in a good place where if yeah. somebody doesn't want to th- there isn't this pressure for me to like be like want exactly so and i do i have another
0: client though that comes in for um brow lamination she doesn't even touch mm-hmm. the the iPad to sign anything. She just leaves. Oh. And then I do it. Oh. And I'm like, that's weird. Maybe she's a germaphobe. I don't know. She's never said anything. She just leaves.
1: She's still coming back, so she must like you. I know. I'm like, I think the only okay. time I ever got pissed about not getting tipped was bridal makeup. Oh, yeah. That, Oof. That like, honestly, you guys, I'm feeling, like, inner rage Fiery. just thinking about it because... Maybe my rates weren't fucking high enough, I guess, because mm-hmm. that, I think that was the problem. I should have had my rates higher. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was really pissed because I did a bride and like five people, and she was paying for everybody's, and she didn't fucking tip me, and I oh, was no, no, really no, mad. No. That's that's a big no. Because I'm like, if well, if you weren't gonna tip me, maybe then your bridesmaids should have. Because this is kind of bullshit. Absolutely. Even at like, even if I would have got ten percent, the crack acid on yeah on a Saturday. And absolutely not i that's I was, where i put my foot i was down. pretty that as you can tell you guys like five years later i'm still mad uh yeah but now i don't i don't need them in the studio no because we have our rates the way they are <laughs> bridal <laughs> it's like but that's a whole nother bag of that's tea. a whole you yeah. guys that would be
0: a whole episode oh my gosh
1: run oh
0: geez okay well here we go on this topic dermaplaning
1: Okay, you guys. This, <laughs> Emily, you, these questions are so good.
0: Good. <laughs> um, ah. Okay, so I'll start. I'll I'll tell the journey of our dermaplaning. Okay,
1: so we became hypocrites. We did. So
0: we have been saying no, 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 for the past three years that we've been open, we're going into our fourth year. Okay. We both went to someone who was training and it ended up not being a great experience. I broke out like crazy. I had nicks all over my face.
1: It was just like, not it. Mel, I My don't, skin was like sandpaper for two weeks and cuts all over it. Yes. You like visibly look in the light and
0: see these marks. And we were just like, nope, we don't want to put our clients through this. Like we have a lot of like acne clients uh, let's just not do it. So
1: we just decided against it. And yes. we just left it at that. Yes. Okay. And, fast and forward. Fast forward. We get a lot of people asking
0: us and we're like, no, no, no. And we've really kept our foot down with that. But it was like, mm. now we're losing money. Now we're losing money because, because people want this service yes. and they're going to go somewhere yes. else. So yes. you know what? And being I might in as a well space control it and being in a space where someone else offers that. And actually I've lost clients because of that, it's. Hard. I got pissed off. I said, "Nope, I'm not losing money like that anymore."
1: So we're bringing in dermaplaning. So we're bringing in dermaplaning. the tr- The moral of the story is never say never because, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. So we're we're going to be actually doing training this week, but due to some life circumstances, which we'll talk about in another Maybe episode. Yes. I'm still processing a lot of things. Um. Yes, we're doing training in August, yep. which will be good because we're super busy yeah. so right now. We yes. are. We have a lot going on. A lot going on. So in it, more ways than one. <laughs> so it's kind of for the best.
0: Yeah, I think August is going to be a great time, and then we can kind of roll it into our fall menu, and
1: it'll be great. We're gonna yeah. love it. We have so many clients that want it. Yeah. We did a poll, and basically,
0: almost close to it was like close what? to a hundred people.
1: Yeah. All said – I think one person said no. Yeah, out of a hundred that responded, mm-hmm. so. It wasn't just like, we think our clients want it. No, they want it. So if you ever are on the fence about a service to carry, yeah, do a poll. And if Let's it see. basically blows up and you realize shit, then you might want to bring in the service. Yeah. So we're, we bit the bullet
0: and we're just going to go for it. We're doing it. Yep.
1: So get ready to I'm,
0: have a plane face. Yes. Baby smooth. Okay. This is an interesting question. Because I'm still trying to navigate how to help. Um, I have friends and clients who have a variety of financial backgrounds, okay? I have some clients who can afford the world, and I have some clients and friends who cannot. and that is okay. There's not, you know, girl, we've been in all those places. We have been in all of those places. And so when you have clients who come in who can't afford, Clinical grade, or that's what they're telling you. Clinical professional grade. How do you help them with an at-home routine? Because it's hard for me. It's hard because there are very few brands that you can buy in the store that
1: I feel like I can back. I don't. I don't. I don't shift them any other way. I just okay. say, you know, we all have our. Like I said we all have our vices, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can go into let's let's just give it as well. I could go into a liquor store and spend two hundred dollars and not think twice about it. Yeah. But then I'm at Macy's here. Uh oh, $120 for these shoes. I don't know. Even though those I'd wear like every day. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone has advice. And so what it comes down to is how I tell my clients is here's the thing, let's get you on a basic routine that you can use consistently. Mm-hmm. So I will narrow down the products to four to products max. Mm-hmm. And I'll say 80% done at home, 20% done seeing me. So it's kind of more expensive to see me. Mm -hmm. So let's really focus and let's see if you can do this routine for three months straight. Um, And then what happens is they see the results and then they're more willing to invest when they start seeing the results, right? Mm -hmm. So the beginning is like they're just trying to – they're putting trust into you. Yep. So – Again, I mean, I share with them, you know, my journey of how that I didn't used to do anything and like I slowly started getting into it more and how it really – now it's like I said don't watch any of my videos because I'm like the exception because I use so many products right? (laughs) and I'm well-informed. But I don't – I never make them feel bad. I just – I had a client, you know, that was like, well, do you have anything cheaper? And I was like, no. I'm like, these are the products Mm -hmm. that if you – these are the products I work with. These are the products that have proven results if like, you know, if you can't buy right now, like we always do have sales running here and there. So if you want to buy just like a couple right now, and then when we have a sale, you can stock up on more. That was what I recommend. I don't, I don't give them all their options. Right. I just, if they really want it, they'll spend it. And it's not my, it's not my, um, I don't need to know what's in their, like what's in their wallet. Yeah. If mm-hmm. they want to spend it with me, they can. And if they're not ready, they don't have to. There's I no pressure that. either way. Yep. But That's good. I can't – I'm not going to like give them advice to go spend money somewhere else. No. And I don't – I haven't done that either. And I Because I you'd be surprised. They may tell you they yeah. have money and then you just found out that they literally just bought, you know, $500 know. worth of effing clothes. I know. It's, it's – what it comes down to is – Priorities. Their advice, right? Mm-hmm. Things that they – are totally going to splurge on they're going to go out get coffee every morning at starbucks they might go out to the bar and spend a hundred dollars and not think twice about it but then if you're like here i need you to spend a hundred dollars on this moisturizer they're like oh what and you're like okay well (laughs) this is what i do right exactly and i think too like
0: for example i had a friend send me um a image of a moisturizer that she's using from whole foods and it's like 45 dollars. okay
1: which I'm is like, actually pretty high price. It is for- high
0: price. And I'm like, t- spend 10 more dollars and you're going to get another moisturizer that has about four or five other ingredients on top of what is in this moisturizer that is going to actually benefit you because there's, n- she wanted anti-aging. And I'm like, there's nothing anti-aging in this at all. It's going to moisturize and keep your skin somewhat hydrated. But if, if you're looking for results, this isn't it. And I had to be honest with her about that. Um, and I think it's just even comparison of just like okay, you spend ten more dollars and you get all of this extra in the your moisturizer, mm-hmm. you're going to see the results that you want. Yeah,
1: instead of wasting your money on just this bland blah. Exactly, and like I said, you just gotta put in priorities. I think mm-hmm. when we really want something, I think we're all really good about putting in the time or effort to make or- it happen, and also being patient with yourselves. You know, I have clients that I do know are more on budgets. And so I'm just like, Hey, there'll probably be a sale in a couple months. Yeah. You know, keep an eye out for that. That yep. would be a great time to stock up mm-hmm. 20% off, you know, a $400 order is $80, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. So it's one of those things where if I think, you know, and everyone's life is story is different, but it's not my decision on to know how much is in their wallet. No, nope, absolutely. So- but some people like to share that. That's okay. And then it's like, okay, then this is the information
0: that you give them, which is what you have in your clinic. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I love that. I think that's really wise. Good, thanks. Um, that's all the questions that I have. What? That's it. Yeah. Do you have a tenth one? Do you have a hot take, Mel? God, yours were so good. Like (laughs) I'm
1: kind of like I was. I didn't know what to expect, but I feel like all of them really spilled the tea. Yeah. Um, how do you feel when people show up late?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, how late are we talking? This week? I'll tell you how my week.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. it depends. I have high anxiety. So anything past five, I get like really anxious. And it's not even, it's yes, it's just five in that five minute window, I'm like, okay, it's fine. But once it goes past that five minute window, then I start getting anxious 15 because 15 minutes, you're we're done. Yeah. We're done. You know. It's funny when you have ones that don't even apologize for being that late. I have I had a client who
0: um would book a time and she would always be my last client. Okay. So she knew that you couldn't be like, oh, I got to go. Yeah, exactly. 40 minutes late.
1: Mm -mm.
0: I would have left. I'm like, absolutely not. This is not like – and it would continue to happen. I'm like, we have to. What was your reasoning? Work. Okay. And so I'm like, we have to because she like would leave a little – no, it's like I'm gonna be a little a few minutes late. I'm sorry, thirty few minutes, minutes. Few minutes yeah. late is a ten minute window.
1: Exactly, not thirty to forty. I had a client Lucy just say that she always runs late too, and she literally was like, "I'm just running um a few minutes." She's she thought her appointment was at two ten, not two. Yeah, but then she still showed up at two twenty five. I'm like, so if you thought your appointment was at two ten, you still think it's okay to show up at two twenty five? Yeah, exactly. And um, so yeah, and normally this
0: this client would be my last one but then last week she booked on a Wednesday which is my long day and I have clients after her and it was a pro sell appointment so I did have the wiggle room but I pounded her face like nobody's business I was like bah, 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 bah. I'm like we don't Out have time rage.
1: yeah I'm like I don't have time to do this gingerly she just send her home with her mask I did yeah I mean yes. she obviously has to understand because yes. she totally screwed and you just over like, oh
0: my gosh and before that I had another girl who came 15 minutes early got into my room and said I need to go to the bathroom
1: okay Half 15 a, minutes earlier or she came 15 minutes late? Oh, late,
0: late. Sorry. 15 minutes late. Okay. Excuse me. 15 minutes late, came in my room, said, I need to go to the bathroom. Okay. So now we're a half an hour behind,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which
0: screwed me over. That to me is rude. I don't care if you're five to 10 minutes late. Like obviously that that still affects, but that just goes into like my prep time. Yeah. I have so the, I just, a
1: five to 10 minute lateness. It fits into my prep time as well. Like yeah. my post prep time after that. like, I have a cleanup yeah. time. Once you start hitting past 15 is where we're, we're going to run gonna, into problems. We're going to need to reschedule. And it's frustrating because yeah. I'm so booked up mm-hmm. to reschedule. It's not this – like I just had a client who was like, hi, I need to reschedule next week because something blah, blah, blah came up. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to put you. Exactly. Because I've had to take off some personal time for some stuff yep. um, that's come up. And so Bleh. good luck. It's like, yeah, I want your money. But I also am like, <laughs> I also booked.
0: Yeah, it's a fine line. And I mean, there are times where I I know I am I run a little bit behind just for life reasons or whatever. So I try to have grace, you know? I'm like – You're
1: probably more – understand. It, I get anxious. Like yeah. Emily knows I get anxious. Yeah. I hate running late. Yeah. Like when we're getting ready, when we're like at conferences and stuff yeah. together, Emily's still like not in her clothes, <laughs> like putting on lashes. And I'm like, I want to leave in like five minutes. <laughs> and Emily's like, looks at me and is like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, do you? do you know? Because my anxiety is like fucking freaking out. We always get there. <laughs> we do. Jeremy, we always get there. Jeremy's like, thank you for not rushing me, my husband, because I also get really anxious. He's like, why are we rushing to go relax? the freaking fire? To relax at a pool. And I was like, because we said we'd leave at two and it's 2.10 and I'm fucking freaking out. So it might be more of a me thing than a client thing. Oh
0: my gosh, it's both. It's all of us. Oh my word. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I don't have anything. Our drinks are gone cuz they yeah, were we so were, they good. Were
0: delicious. Oh my word.
1: Um I guess you guys will keep you posted, but we are going to the Las Vegas Fa show. Yes. And we are really excited to share stuff about that. We that's going to be such a good
0: time. I cannot wait.
1: Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yes. Um, so that's all we got. So yeah.
0: have a great day. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next week. Cheers.
1: Hey, it's Mel here. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. And if you did, if you could take the time to leave us a review via our podcast, that would be amazing. There is a section below. Um, after you've listened to the show that you can rank our show and you can also write us a message of what you thought of the show. That would be great because the more reviews we get, It allows other people to find us more easily on this platform. And we want to keep creating content for you. And in order to do so, we need the love and support. So if you can take the time today to leave us a review, we would appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you.